0: The Sunday sit-down on Algoa FM. Uh, I did say a little while earlier on that at about 25 to 1, which it is now in South Africa, uh, we would be talking to um, Khalil Osiris again. Good afternoon. Well, it's afternoon here um, in Florida. It must be six hours behind, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, so it's 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 twenty five to seven in the morning for well, exactly
1: you. Well, actually, it's seven. It's, it's
0: five <laughs> five thirty five here. Right. Oh, seven hours. That's right. Because Florida is slightly further down, so to speak. So, yeah. So, so we got to speak to you about the TRC conversations a, a, a good few months ago, and you've done an awful lot of of really, really, really good work that I I have to say. Uh, and I'm really not blowing smoke because it, it it's it's not something mm. I do particularly. I, I want to say thank yeah. you because it it's a calling. It has to be a calling of sorts. It's 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 not something that that the average person would sign up for. Is to be a, a powerful change. Um, kind of vehicle for change um, in in the world and particularly uh, focused on South Africa. So let's talk about uh, what you're up to now. We're talking about increasing youth participation in the 16 days against gender-based violence. Why is that?
1: Well, one of the things that, for me, critical is that we begin to look at why we haven't been able to stop or reduce the violence against women and girls why is it we've tried all kinds of initiatives and in fact the government has the national strategic plan on gender-based violence and femicide for 2023 20 to 23 2021 2020 uh, I think 30 that plan is in place and it's a good measure It's a good place for us to look at as a frame of reference at the government level. But what I'm concerned about is what happens in people's homes, what happens in our communities, and particularly what happens at our schools where much of this behavior is happening and going completely unaddressed. And I'll just give you just a very practical example. While I was in South Africa last, I read the headline of a young lady, a student, at Fort Hare, who was beheaded by her boyfriend, and her body, her torso, was put in a suitcase and left in a public place. Now, I was so shocked by reading that, and there was actually some kind of image of it going on on social media, which uh,
0: yes, was the, yes, even there was, more
1: disturbing for yeah, me.
0: It, 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 yeah, requ- it, it required of one of our journalists to, to get counseling, in fact. One of our journalists needed counseling it, after, after seeing those pictures
1: that it's, it's called secondary trauma. There's an actual name for it. But when you first see the picture, you can't make out what it is as a result of not being able to form a pattern of something so gruesome. Now, what I'm saying is legislation is not going to stop the kind of thinking that produced that savage behavior. The young man who murdered her, brutally murdered her, is reported to have said he did it because he believed or felt she was cheating on him, that she was seeing someone else. What that tells me is you have to begin to address the way men see, think, and feel about women and girls. This is a psychosocial issue, and it's happening at the level of our culture. This is why we're not able to get any traction around stopping it. So what we've decided to do with the initiative... Truth and Reconciliation's Orange Couch Conversation, which is based on a TV program in South Africa produced by South Africans, Blue Wizard Production Company, and partnered with ADAPT, a non organization in Alex, to address the issue of gender-based violence in, in an entertainment fashion, but for the purpose of pointing out and, and supporting resilience from women. Now, what I would like to focus on here, Charles, just quickly is... In the schools, we are seeing gender-based violence happening on a daily basis, and it's so normalized that we never even raise an eyebrow about it. Let me give you an example of how it parallels what's happening from older men to younger men. If I go out to a club, and I've been to many in South Africa, you will hear men say things like they buy a woman a drink after a certain point. They feel that woman owes him something. Now, if you go out and you buy a woman three or four drinks, in the course of the evening where you're at a party or whatever, and you think that that woman owes you because you decided to buy her drinks, there's a problem. And here's why I say it. If we go out and I buy you three or four drinks, what do you owe me? Am I, are you going to agree to come back to my house and be my gardener? No. And you must do it now. No. No, you're not going to agree. To, in fact, it would be an absurd thought for, for you, for me to suggest to you as a man and me as a man that because i bought you five drinks you owe me something and yet that same man will buy a woman two or three drinks and feel that she owes him something not only that in the schools if a young boy buys a girl or gives the girl something in school he actually imitates mimics that same behavior in the schools so what we're saying is that there's a psychosocial element to this where boys are being socialized to see women as their property boys are being socialized to have assumptions and perceptions about women that are stereotypical and oppositional. In fact, you will hear men say things like women are a problem. They must be curtailed women. You must control these women. You hear those comments and you think that they're not associated with the kind of violence that we're seeing where a woman is beheaded. No, actually that behavior when, when it's not addressed, matriculate in the instance of a man's violence to vicious, brutal behavior. Yep. So we're saying, let's go to the schools, Charles, go to the schools, and let's begin a process of education. And in this case, we're not talking about legislation. We're inviting young people, particularly young boys, to begin to reflect on What it is that constitutes gender-based violence. And in doing so, we want to provide them with an opportunity to earn academic credit at their local school. So we have partnered with an organization, with a, a leading institution in online education, Citizens High School, and we are focused on bringing attention to the issue in South Africa in collaboration with students here in America, in the UK, and EU. So our primary focus is going to be to link students in South Africa with students in America and begin a dialogue around how do we shift the narrative? How do we begin to address how boys are being socialized to be violent and brutal against women and girls? How how does that, we want to address it concretely providing incentive for students to learn about themselves and change their own behavior. And I'll just close with this. I I want people to understand that GBB is, behavior. Gender-based violence is a kind of brutal behavior. And here's the key. All behavior is learned. Therefore, it can be unlearned. We're looking to engage young men, in particular boys, to see how they have the power to change their own behavior, not just in the interest of themselves, but in the interest of our communities and our people. So this is not a program for quite personal. I have daughters. Yeah. I understand the significance of them feeling afraid to walk out the door and being robbed in Cape Town like one of my daughters was sure. by a taxi driver. I understand the fear of going to a post office to send out mail that you have to send and then being raped by a man in the post office who is a postal worker. Yeah This is unacceptable, Charles.: Very much. And I'm not going to be on the sideline of this issue. This is one I will die. I will go to my grave you for this issue. Because it is something that we need as men to hold ourselves personally accountable for. It's yeah. not the other guy, it's us individually.
0: Yeah. It, so, it, it's, it's funny you should you phrase it like, I'm like I'm that.
1: I'm bit about this one it's because I am.
0: And, and very rightly so, because um, many, many aren't. At the start, you said unaddressed. The thing is, unaddressed yeah. is true, unnoticed, not so much. We see it, and, and that's one of the things. You need to reject that behavior. You need to report the people who do it, at least as a start. Yeah. But as importantly, you need to um, pop onto our website, algofm.co.za uh, where this chat that I'm having with Khalil Osiris will be repeated, and there will also be a resource center to the Orange Couch um, uh, at least by the 25th of November, which is the official start of the 16 days against gender-based violence.
1: Yes. Well, Charles, we're, we're going to make sure that we provide uh, GOA-FM with all of the information for any student to register, to get signed up, to get onboarded, any, any help that they would need to participate in this process. We want them engaged. We understand that if we teach young people, particularly students, how to identify and prevent gender-based violence at schools, that will translate to their action in their communities and in their homes. So we're very excited about this initiative. It is a ongoing initiative. So we started and launched it on 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, but it will continue throughout the year, and we will be onboarding schools. Students at their local schools can earn credit for participation.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, enjoy the rest of your time in the States, and we'll see you back in South Africa soon.
1: Looking forward to it, Charles. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye.
1: On air. Online Online and all over your world. This is Algoa FM.